0: You did.:
1: My recording voice right. So we're sitting out here in the lovely spring sunshine. Do you want some factor 50? because:
0: No, I'm going brown.
1: Yeah, but you know, us um, factor 50year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to really start worrying about our skin, right? Are you getting those little uh, Are to you worry getting about my skin? Are you getting honest. those little white? Of, what do they call those oh I do have those what, what
0: are those yeah, yeah look those, I've got loads of them yeah
1: that's why you need factor 50 what is it whatever it is it ain't good news
0: I think that's just Google where it. it's I think that's just where it's <laughs> been burned in the past and it's now just dead forever
1: yeah something like that
0: yeah
1: hello and welcome to the burning questions in which I sit down with someone in this case a friend and together we tackle one of their burning questions. One of those questions which sometimes warms, but more often than not singes our already frost-bitten fingers and all those other parts of body and soul assailed by the joys and challenges of life. We then draw a tarot card or some other resource from the culture and put the world to rights in about half an hour, kind of. This episode of The Burning Questions is sponsored by the following poem by Franz Wright. Please love me, and I will play for you this poem upon the guitar I myself made out of cardboard and black threads when I was ten years old. Love me, or else. So we were talking a little bit about this burning question. I think where the mind always goes to it with burning questions, it's like it's quite binary. It's like, will will this happen or won't it? Tell me now. Uh, I mean, it's because it's the anxious thing. Mm, mm. Uh, so w- w- what was the binary question? Will I The
0: binary question was, will it ever happen for me that I am part of a romantic partnership that is uh sustained and sustaining and uh fun and challenging and you know one where we both get to be ourselves yeah and you see i i deliberately chose this burning question because we've been kind of talking around it for a long time in other questions and other conversations that Mm -hmm. we've touched on but also because i think it is a universal one Um, for those who are single and because there's something very disappointing about having to ask it age 51 (laughs) Um, because I've been asking it of God and Father Christmas and the Tooth Fairy since I was young enough to uh, want a boyfriend yeah, but same for me. I've
1: been asking. I, I think we, in this, in our culture, I think we start asking that question, a lot of us, um, as soon as we sort of hit hit our teens and we sort of start getting interested in sex, essentially. The idea is, I guess with tarot, that right, that you ideally don't really do binary questions because, well, if the card says yes, the card says no, well, so what? Uh-huh. Um, because if it says yes, it'll be like a person saying to you, Trust me, darling. It's usually some mother, figure, aunt, something like that. It will happen for you. Th- then you're going to say, no. well, going by my track record, probably not. And if some, Thanks. I don't know, pessimistic, um, embittered soul like me says, nah, probably won't <laughs> uh, for either of us, then... then You can, then you would probably say, Oh, stop, don't be so.
0: I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Don't be so maudlin. I think, you know, yes, you're quite right. I think uh, reassurance never reassures, does it?
1: But I think it's such a powerful question, and I know that you wouldn't, whatever card came up, you would not read it necessarily in a binary way anyway.
0: In all of my sort of spiritual self care and, uh, you know, rational adapting to life-on-life's-terms practices, I seek to moderate that question and be more grown-up than that question. But the truth is, it's there. And we return to it at times where we just say, you know, fuck's sake, will it ever happen for me? Yeah. And the truth is, it is happening. In the broader sense, it's happened for me over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a very blessed life thus far. You know, all sorts of really wonderful things have happened for me and I've taken advantage of all sorts of opportunities which weren't necessarily there for other people. Mm, Um, mm. So there's that too, but you know.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of that Jack Gilbert line, which is, you know, love lasts by not lasting. Yeah. In some way. That because of its very nature, because of the fact that it does sometimes, maybe even always, sort of burn a particular way, and it sort of burns the candle down, and then is there another candle? Mm. Often, no, maybe not. Mm. Then maybe that's how it lasts—the the ongoing light, <laughs> in a way. I feel like we should still draw a card on it. I think we should um, too.
0: Otherwise, we'll just
1: as we'll just philosophise. Will it happen for me? So the way I do it mm-hmm. is shuffle, which I've been shuffling anyway, but why don't you sort of shuffle it a little bit too, just so you've kind of imprinted your desire onto the
0: pack. I don't, I've never been very good at shuffling. Yeah. See? You're, They're well you're shuffled. You're just concerned I'm going to damage well your cards. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. That kind of shuffling I'm not concerned about damaging okay. at all. I'm going to turn over the card. The card is. It is the
0: Three Three of of Wands. Three of Wands.
1: Okay.
0: Wowzers. Okay, what I see is a regal looking young man, possibly a prince, looking out over what I imagine is a desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that desert there seem to be three ships what they're doing stranded in the desert I'm not quite sure maybe the sea has gone out a really long way mm-hmm. so the tide is a, a long way out. The three what did you say call them wands. Well yeah
1: maybe I shouldn't have even called them anything yeah what are they for you
0: well, I've seen tarot cards before where these wands or staffs or whatever they are are flying through the air and are doing other things, but these are planted. They're planted and they're growing. Uh huh. So this kind of deserty scape has got new growth in it. That's what I'm seeing. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. So tell me a story about this figure with their back turned to us, mm-hmm. um, and these three prospective trees what's their connection
0: well he's holding one of the trees he's in touch with um some of this growth energy this new energy this uh life force um and that's not accidental he he needs to, he's tapping into it and um I think he's deciding how and where to make a home in this landscape.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you feel that those three trees like someone who's been walking just trying to sense for a place that feels right for them and then when they find it they take these staffs which have some growth and they plant it and it's almost like it's like they're promising themselves that this is where they're going to come back and this is where they're going to
0: well, I've, cl- I've kind home. of, I've kind of done that in my garden in Cornwall. I've, I've planted trees, and I planted trees at a time where everything was going wrong, and people expected me to go back to London with my tail between my legs. Huh. But I don't think that's what I'm seeing here. Actually, I'm seeing these staffs or trees or wands or whatever they are as kind of spontaneous new growth as though because this is kind of magical right sure Um, magical realm you know how after a forest fire there's a period where everything is blackened and looks destroyed Um, and then all of that charred burnt up you know all of the landscape that was so rich with life and has been destroyed it becomes a kind of fertilizer for the most diverse and rich new forest that grows with these young strong saplings Mm. and I see this as a sort of strange deserty sort of landscape with these three boats in it which seem to be left over from a different era they're sort of defunct I see these three wands as sort of they were they were either always there or they've grown or he didn't put them there but they represent
1: oh he didn't plant them no you don't feel he's planted them
0: no I don't
1: he's come across them and he's like wow here
0: he's come across them and so somebody
1: else planted them because they because I guess the wands are essentially um, cuttings, right?
0: Is that what they are?
1: I don't know. I mean, well, they could be. They could be new trees, I guess. Right? They
0: are. Yeah. This is a magic land. Okay. Um, so,
1: so, but I think that is important. Is it, is it the land that has provided this sign in a way, this trinity of signifiers? Um, Or is it someone else who's done this and... Yes,
0: it's an expression of um, the land's capacity for renewal.
1: Right, 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 right. How does the three, because it's three ships, three of these staffs, one's trees, Mm. um, baby trees, how does, how does the three sit kind of in your psyche? What, what is three for you? What is the difference between three ships versus two ships?
0: Well, three takes the pressure off.
1: Because you, you can have plan A, which is the one you hope for, plan B, but then there is also maybe that cheeky plan C which may actually really work.
0: I wasn't thinking of it like that. I was thinking of it more to do with um, if you have a one-to-one dynamic, it's quite intense. Whereas if there is a third party yeah. or person, um, kind of the energy is sort of carried by the group. Yeah. So it kind of takes the pressure off.
1: Mm. Also with non-human animals, right? Because when you were saying that, I was looking at Max, yeah. who was I don't know chewing on the edge of a plant, sure. um, and I was thinking, okay, that. I mean, that seems to work also.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Here.
0: It works in the art psychotherapy room with the artwork is the third thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's interesting, he is holding, he or they are holding to or she, it could be a she too, right? It's interesting that you went for a he, but now that I look at it, because I didn't actually look at it f- front on, to me, I don't know, if I were to give it a gender, it could very much be a she. I mean, it could be the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> um. A slightly shorter haircuts more of a bob, than the one you you've had today. I always think
0: of myself as being sort of a bit male, anyway.
1: Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. I grew up as a tomboy, and when I'm when I'm not feeling particularly uh, attractive, I I tend to feel like a, a bloke in drag, and uh, you know, and this isn't this is just I think a lot of women do. So when you said that that Could be you. That was where my mind went.
1: Come sail your ships around me, burn your bridges.
0: I Don't think that they've they've been journeying to find a place to live and then plonked their sticks in the ground. I think that this kind of landscape that this figure is looking out over is what the world looks like now. There isn't, you know, a more you know, juicy, jungly place elsewhere off in those blue mountains. This is it. Right it's a kind of dust bowl middle America it is kind of uh, that's what yeah it is whatever
1: the opposite of rich pickings are.
0: yeah slim pickings Um, slim pickings but these uh, sticks or trees or wands or whatever they are are very important because they are both you know they're sticking straight out of the ground in a kind of spiky way, and yet they. Um, I'm not. I'm not uh, going where you want me to with this, am I?
1: No, you're going wherever you need to go. So, okay. So let me let me see this image. So I guess if the image is trying to now speak also in some way to your burning question, Ooh. the voice from the burning bush, as it were. Yeah. One thing that strikes me from the things you've said is that, uh, you know, you're not deluding yourself. There, there, there are slim pickings. It is a bit of a desert. It's not like you just want a bloke. No, <laughs> right? I, I'm
0: incredibly, incredibly <laughs> discerning and picky. Um,
1: you know, because there's plenty of blokes out there, even in Cornwall. But y- you want a certain kind of confluence of characteristics, and th- I think it's quite hard for those to all come together at once. So. I guess, I don't know, what I see is a sort of a potential for, for a really almost immeasurable kind of richness, right? Because these are just the three. I mean, of course, a whole forest could mm. emerge from this, right? Um, kind of an immeasurable richness, which is not going to necessarily grow in that direction and cover the, the desert <laughs> of slim pickings. I get more of a sense that it's going to grow this way. It's going to uh-huh. grow more, I guess, towards you, right? Yeah. Towards, towards the viewer.
0: It's funny, at various points in my life, I've been um, part of a group of three friends who have buddied about together. You know, my friends, Shauna and Steph and I have been on various holidays together in recent times. We've on, we were on a WhatsApp group together. We check in with each other, Mm. see how we're doing every week or so. Just listening to myself talk, I'm kind of talking myself out of finding the one. Right. I am creating a scenario whereby there are compensatory friendships and hope and new growth, and I find ways to be happy. And I think that That in of itself is significant. The fact that I am dropping the ball or veering away from. I am finding ways to, um, you know, voice a rhetoric around uh, not needing it really.
1: I don't know, my my sense of it is more like the card is saying, however we take that message, it is going to happen, but some kind of conscious willingness on your side mm. to maybe widen the scope of the question were, <laughs> 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 or just widen the scope, right? Just widen the scope is going to be sort of required some kind of you know, or some kind of willingness to grow in Sort of this way rather than that way.
0: Right, are you basing this on the card or on your knowledge of me?
1: I'm basing this on nothing, I'm just freely, <laughs> kind of, it's just what, i just tell you what's popped into my head. Um, <laughs> I'm basing it on, basing it on just a thought that's just popped into my <laughs> noggin. <laughs> Is it a science? This I'm is it art? trying to work out it whether to be offended to it doesn't. or not. But oh. But, I, but the question is, okay, well, what do you take from that?
0: All right, from what you've just said? Yeah. Um because it it was it was
1: more just adding fuel to the fire. It wasn't meant to be a kind of this is how it's going to be because I just think that that's a ludicrous way to play it. No,
0: I I hear what you're saying. You're suggesting ah uh, ploughing my own fields, tilling my soil, getting on with growing my crops and, uh, you know, having a, having a rich inner a life. Is that what you're saying?
1: I don't know, maybe. But I, I, I guess it has to be what feels... I think, I think it has to be what is going to actually grow from those three um, ones, which are not... I get the sense that those three ones are not the thing that that person's focus is on, right? They're looking at the desert no, going... they're not. They're looking at the desert going, where the hell are the camel? When are the camels arriving? <laughs> or whatever. Um,
0: Look, this person is looking out at three shipwrecks. Right, OK. Three dried-up carcasses of ships uh-huh. that once sailed.
1: Yeah. Three relationship failures three relationship shipwrecks potentially yeah yeah and nothing between them but this sort of desert the slim picking desert with not much growing but,
0: but you know it, you know I think uh, I see a lot of sort of carcass boats that have been left you know along the Cornish coast they're very beautiful they look like um, whale skeletons and you know, they're interesting to. There's nothing sinister or sad about this card for me, or desolate.
1: But I, but I do get a sense that it's sort of not the card necessarily you wanted, right? That there's not enough it's there somehow. It's the card somehow. I
0: expected.
1: Is it? Oh right.
0: I don't think I really expect <laughs> <laughs> very much. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. I mean, you can't magic up, you know more men, a certain, a certain kind of man on hinge, um, right? Which would ultimately be the well, magic we would all want.
0: Um,
1: How do people do that? I don't know. How do they magic up more men of the type they require?
0: Just they're lucky.
1: I don't know if it's lucky. I think it's a case that they're more
0: attractive open. than other people.
1: I think they're I just think they're more open perhaps than you and I might be to having a really normal dull boring sort of um, sit and watch telly and cook the odd meal for each other relationship
0: Well, we talk about
1: it All night long, we
0: define our own plan. Yeah, but when I crawl into your own, everything comes to. If I am to crystallize and, uh, you know say in a pithy way what I have learnt from this conversation we've had looking at this card.
1: Oh well hang on before you do that though I want to read you a poem.
0: Okay. I did sort of say to
1: myself in terms of because this is just an experiment, right? I thought right, if I if when a card comes up I also hear a poem in my head, I will always read this to the person I'm doing this with. So let me read the poem and then you can do the pithy summary, okay?
0: Are you gonna turn the recorder off? No no I'll leave it running. Okay. I think this is a very typical card for me. Yeah, why's that? I'm I'm quite pissed off by it.
1: (laughs) Okay, so this is the poem. I awoke this morning in the gold light turning this way and that. Do you know this poem? No. Thinking for a moment it was one day like any other but the veil had gone from my darkened heart and i thought it must have been the quiet candlelight that filled my room it must have been the first easy rhythm with which i breathed myself to sleep it must have been the prayer i said speaking to the otherness of the night and i thought this is a good day you could meet your love this is the grey day someone close to you could die This is the day you realise how easily the thread is broken between this world and the next. And I found myself sitting up in the quiet pathway of light. The tawny, close-grained cedar burning round me like fire and all the angels of this housely heaven ascending through the first roof of light the sun has made. This is the bright home in which I live. This is where I ask my friends to come. This is where I want to love all the things that has taken me so long to learn to love. This is the temple of my adult aloneness, and I belong to that aloneness as I belong to my life. There is no house like the house of belonging.
0: Is that the end? A beautiful poem. That's that's so me.
1: <laughs> in what way?
0: Well, that's how I wake up most morning in Cornwall.
1: Yeah. And do you occasionally have that sort of epiphany kind of moment? At some level, is it not saying, "Will I belong?"
0: Yes, it is. And and I think, you know, um, I mentioned to you some time ago that notion that this kind of uh, childlike craving for this sort of union with your perfect kind of uh missing part of yourself in another person form um is something that is residual from a a childhood deficit in in that primary caregiver Uh relationship and though you can still yearn for that it's not it's not the nature of what an adult relationship provides
1: that's all the like the therapy yada yada right but that doesn't the part of us that goes will it happen for me it's either eternal or it's very very innocent or something like that because it hears all that it's just like yeah yada 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 i'm not interested in well, that i've <laughs> right? had a good
0: i've um, had a good nearly two years or, or 18 months of being in a place where i quite genuinely hand on heart felt very full and fulfilled Um, I was going through some challenging times um, but outside of those challenging times uh, I was I was quite sort of happy being single yeah yeah. I was quite felt very blessed by the friendships in my life and the quality of those relationships and as you know because I've told you I entered into a relationship a, a physical relationship with a man that it was decided before we even entered into it. It was going to be a, a sort of not one that we invested a lot of emotional depth in. Mm-hmm. And I was cool with that because I I kind Sort of
1: sensory experience. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: it was caring and it was, it was kind and it was lovely. Um, but I felt the rest of my life was sufficiently full that I didn't need, to be, need it to be more than it was. However, that wonderful period of grace came to an abrupt end when that relationship ended and I realized how much I had, it had tapped into a very deep longing in me and the loss of it made that longing kind of manifest and, and blossom really and here I am back again going when will I meet the one you know yeah. um, me too yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what can I say but this poem it's very strange as you read it mm. I had quite an eerie feeling that uh, almost like I'd written it Wow. wow 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 this is the bright home in which i live this is where i ask my friends to come this is where i want to love all the things it has taken me so long to learn to love that's me in my little cottage in cornwall yeah this is the temple of my adult aloneness and i belong to that aloneness as i belong to my life there is no house like the house of belonging. And I feel that about my home. And myself. I feel, you know, a phrase that I find myself using a lot when I try to describe to people where I have got to on my particular sort of journey, for want of a better word. is, is a place of being able to really fully inhabit myself. And I guess when you talk about inhabiting a place, you often talk about a, a house or a home, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. True love will find you in the end. You'll find out just who was your friend. Don't be sad, I know you will. But don't give up until true love will find you in the
1: end. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Um, We certainly had lots of fun recording it. Well, I had lots of fun recording it. (laughs) I just want to extend a huge thank you to... Sophie for being a a bit of a guinea pig on this first episode trial run um, and also coming to the reading with such a big-hearted question but also such a big-hearted willingness to explore that question. Uh, I I really do love her for that. Don't be sad I know if you fancy doing one of these with one of your burning questions, please do drop me a line, Steve Wasserman at gmail.com. And let's put some of that burn to good use. Ciao. So when I was putting this first episode together, I sent a rough edit of it over to Sophie to see what she thought and I think I'm actually going to do that going forwards as well it, it makes sense to me um, if you're coming with maybe material not always but maybe some material that is really personal um, you want to make sure that it's being shaped in a way that that feels good for your sensibilities these conversations are co-created I suppose would be that um slightly poncy term. And maybe that should extend at least to having a final say on what goes into them. I I really think so. But the other lovely thing that this precipitated was this voice note, which I want to share with you because I I think it's a gem and it, it adds further nuances to our discussion.
0: Oh, Steve, thank you so much and um, I'm really touched by your choice actually um, of both the pieces of music. What I wanted to add, I don't expect you to add it into the episode, but I, I just wanted to share something um, with you that in listening to it, I had certain realizations about that card and its. Um, its suggestion for me, um, which is that those three carcasses of past significant relationship out in the desert, that's about right for me, you know, I think there probably have been three. And um, the three ones that are growing out of this ground that on the surface looks infertile. But as I described, you know, forests burn and parrot in doing so provide a kind of fertilizer for new growth. And I think that every relationship which has not worked out for me and has ended and, you know, which I sort of carry the, the kind of image of its, uh, of its skeleton in my cupboard, um, I've learned so much from each experience and I have really mined it for what it can teach me about myself. And um, that has been, you know, catalyst or fertilizer for really fruitful new growth in terms of inhabiting myself, inhabiting my house of adult aloneness in a way that is rich and fruitful and abundant. Um, And I guess what I see now in this card is that, especially with that last piece of music that you played, you know, the, the message in that song was that, you know, love will inevitably find you, but you have to step out into the light and be available to it. And, you know, this figure, this me in this card is holding on to the wand, the planted new growth, the tree, um, for fear of it sort of disappearing if I let go, you know, and that what I need to do is to let go and trust that all of that learning and growing that I have done through the difficult times and the heartache is is inside me i can let go of it and trust that it is rooted it's not going to abandon me and i need to step out of being comfortably connected to that and sort of holding on to it and guarding it guarding that safe place that hard one place And I need to kind of let go, trust it's there within me and carry it within me and move outwards towards the light, into the light, into the light of searching and being receptive.